listening to episode 27 of Ask Salt Spring Answered, in which we talk to David Norgit of the Mental Wellness Initiative. Yeah, welcome to uh, Ask Salt Spring Answered on Cheer.fm. Uh, I'm here with uh, David Norgit. Um, he is the coordinator for the we- Mental Wellness Initiative. We've just uh, had a presentation on Ask Salt Spring by David and various people from his group, uh, including the Ambassador Program. Uh, just tell me a little bit about the Mental Wellness Initiative. Yeah, wow, it's broad. Um, there's lots of aspects. Essentially, it's about community coming together in how to best attend to the mental wellness needs of all uh, Salt Spring Islanders. As you know, as I've just stated, that's huge in and of itself. Um, so there's been various stages of it. Uh, coming together, having representation of lived experience experts, having representation of agencies who attend to mental wellness needs, and uh, working together more recently, it's a focus on three particular programs. One is around uh, what we call Reach Out Salt Springs. So it's uh, people who couldn't otherwise access services being able to access free services for counseling or other things. And that is done through uh, the donation of practitioners donating their services um, uh, for free, 10 sessions a year. That suddenly makes it accessible and then a website that people can access it through. And then also expanded peer support. So the ambassador program is one of those programs and that's really about spreading goodwill to everyone in the Ganges village. Um, that can be saying hi, that can be giving directions, that can be connecting in with business owners. Um, so that's all part of the Goodwill Ambassador Program. And then we're working to get funding for expanded peer support outreach. And there's lots of reasons why we're going this route. A third facet of the program this year is really the interagency cooperation. Um, And really, it's more than just interagency. It's the community coming together and learning how to work well together. Uh, And that does a lot of good for both service providers as well as community members, ultimately those who we're serving. So there was a lot that I just said, but I did my best. Right. Uh, a lot of uh, the discussion at uh, Ask Salt Springs seemed to center around the ambassador program and um, dealing with the uh, unhoused homeless people, uh, I guess propane beach people, and uh, you know how we're trying to you know get the community to to look at them as human beings, not just uh, a nuisance or whatever, and. A big part of that, I think, from what I gathered, was um, this whole mental health issue that a lot of the people who are in that situation have some issues that uh, could certainly be helped with with some kind of either counselling or whatever. Is the idea to have sort of like on-the-scene counselling uh, where they are... Uh, it, how how does it actually work? Yeah, that's yeah, it's a big question too. So the ambassador program is really focused on everyone using the village, but it did come up in Salts uh, Ask Salt Spring today around the you know one of the ambassadors speaking to an individual thanking them for for treating them well and uh, the ambassador saying something like of course I would treat you well you're a human being and that person saying well not everybody treats me that way. 
for me, that does harm in the community. Uh, and really, every all community members, we all have our the things that we're dealing with. Uh, there are deeply compounded issues with uh, many of the folks who are unhoused. Just being unhoused is a mental health issue. I can't imagine not having the security of my, my possessions, knowing where I'm going to bathe, knowing where I'm going to sleep and feeling like I could sleep safely. So for me, a good community understands and has compassion for the breadth of issues somebody might be going through. And so really um, the deeper piece with the mental wellness initiative is support for dignity for our all our community and understanding, uh, building compassion. The idea of just get a job is not in my mind of compassion. So uh, having the basic needs looked after and then being able to have resources to help or assist in the shifting towards betterment is really what the various facets of the mental wellness initiative programs this year are about and ongoing too. Right. Yeah. So what do you what's your greatest need in terms of like moving forward on this is it like donations funding uh, how what's the most important thing would you say yeah i would say it's a combination of people and funding so yeah definitely funding in order to move the expanded uh peer support outreach so we need funding in order to make that happen uh and that's a key facet there's also people aspects so we're looking for help in uh, recruiting practitioners to donate those services all of these things take effort we're also we'd love we're looking for more ambassadors there's some great ambassadors already out there the program is set up uh, having those bodies uh, uh, available and interested in connecting in the community I walked with a, a, a colleague who feels more shy about doing that but that's why we walk in pairs as well so we connected and we connected in with business owners and that just made it safer so more ambassadors would be great yeah of course if people want to donate that's fantastic we've had lots of donations to date uh totaling over twelve thousand. i don't know the whole figure um that's wonderful um yeah and also organizations uh, um i heard of uh organizations or businesses some businesses have actually reached out to say how can we assist with the ambassador program that's lovely as well uh if they can assist in getting the word out or you know let's keep making those connections because when we connect as a community we strengthen the mm -hmm. The bonds in the community. So how would people donate or get in touch with you if they wanted to? Uh, uh, well, they can email me. Uh, certainly the article uh, of Ask Salt Spring will be informative about how to do that. There are links in that, but the easiest is to email me, davidnorget at gmail.com. I'd prefer not getting a whole bunch of emails, <laughs> but if, if that's the only way you can find me, do it. Yeah. But there, there are links in the recent uh, Ask Salt Spring article through the Salt Spring Exchange. Right. Okay. Now you said I think I made some notes during the meeting, and you you talked about four things uh, being important: uh, building community, making connections, caring for the village, and spreading goodwill. These uh, are these sort of like the four pillars of what you are trying to achieve. Would you say? Or? I don't know if those are the four pillars, but they're certainly in there. Right. Yeah. This is really uh, we all want to feel a sense of connection and belonging. 
So whatever furthers that, uh, a lot of it is just with the ambassadors. I love some of the stories uh, that were spoken to that really we have no agenda. We're just here to listen and to connect. And in some cases, that was listening to somebody's poetry. Uh, in some cases, it, it's connecting to a business owner. Um, all of these pieces help us feel better. And just to be present and not have any, any agenda goes a long way. I, I'm a professional counselor. A lot of my work is simply to be present and listen and to understand. And that is huge in and of itself. And I, I think you talked about, I know you've touched on this already, um, getting a group of therapists and counselors uh, to be available for, I guess, sessions or whatever, right? And uh, there was talk about a mobile vehicle. I don't know, is that is that something that's going to be happening? Yeah, the mobile vehicle isn't with the Mental Wellness Initiative. That's with the Salt Spring Community Health Society. Their dedication okay. is to the mobile unit. So it just recognizes there is a an importance of reaching out with primary health care. A lot of people... Uh, are especially marginalized, insecurely or unhoused, feel a great trepidation of going into any building or any institution. And so outreach becomes invaluable in terms of the needs. And I think this came up with ambassadors speaking to the, these are two former nurses and they recognize health, primary health care needs and just that there are a number of those needs uh, currently uh, needed for people in our community. And so the mobile health van is a project of the Salt Spring Community Health Society. They're also working to have a community health center on the island, which, yeah, there's lots yeah. around that. So separate piece, but not yeah, yeah. unrelated for so sure. So it wouldn't be a mobile mental health uh facility then as such uh, could it be i mean yeah absolutely like mental health comes in this is where it crosses uh intersects with all plate all places the library the hospital the rcmp i'm sure we've all encountered it in some ways in our life so uh, it's we're yeah this is it's it's the whole we're not separate silos and separate entities and that's also part of the idea of the mental wellness mm -hmm. initiative but it's not unique to it right. we you know it, how do we respond as a community and how are we cohesive as a community um, would you say you're hopeful about <laughs> the future and and how much we can do in this area um, oh, that's a tough question, Damien. Uh, I haven't lost hope. I see lots of reasons to feel sadness. Um, I clearly haven't lost hope because I'm still willing to do things. And I know there are others out there. That's where the hope is in those who are willing to engage, to willing to give um, and understanding the importance of, of doing this. Uh, certainly, there are a lot of things that I can feel despair around, sadness around, no question. Uh, I think that's also part of uh, being realistic of what we're seeing out there. Am I lost in that? No, I'm not lost in that. In that sense, I haven't lost hope for sure. Right. I mean, you've got a very extensive background in this field, right? You've been working on this for You've been on Salt Spring for what, 25 years or more, I think? Yeah, yeah 89 is when I first, right. yeah. Oh, over 30 yeah. years then. Yeah, yeah. 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 Although, yeah. So you're, uh, obviously you're very familiar with the problems on Salt Spring. Would you say they've <laughs> become, you know, increasingly difficult as years have gone by? How, how do you... 
Yeah, that's hard to that's hard for me to answer. Certainly, the pandemic seemed to exacerbate a lot of um, trauma, a lot of issues. At the same time, it's brought things to the fore that always were there that may that mm. weren't necessarily recognized. That's not a bad thing. Um, I'm not sure. It, it certainly heightened. Um, I'm not sure if it's worse, maybe. Uh, certainly we're working through what seems to me a lot of polarization or even black and white ideas or binary thinking, and it's way more nuanced than that in my experience. Uh, what I know and ground on is that we all feel well when we have people who are willing to connect and sharing in good ways, and uh, that's inspirational, and there's numerous people that, that do that kind of work. Yeah. It's, it's quite distressing when you go on social media sometimes and you see that polarization. Yep. And, um, you know, on some of the main Salt Spring uh, Facebook pages, for example, there's a lot of people with, uh, you know, very extreme viewpoints on this thing. And uh, it's kind of worrying to me that, you know, people are reading that and possibly being influenced by that. But, um, yeah, I don't know how you really resolve those things, but uh, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I guess that's the, uh, the bottom line. But uh, how, we, how would you go about changing people's minds, do you think? Um, is it possible? <laughs> you sound desperate here, Damien. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I, I relate to the disheartening. I can feel disheartened in seeing that. I actually see, um, yeah, opi- stating opinions isn't isn't necessarily helpful. Um, listening to each other, seeing our commonalities, um, fostering that. Um, having the courage to be more humble. There's lots of things that really aid the coming together. And actually, creating a position doesn't serve our own mental wellness. It's an approach. I understand the approach. It's an approach that's common all through society and in the world, but it it doesn't actually um, build connection. Now, I think at the end of the discussion today, we were talking about funding, and um, Gary Holman said that he felt that funding should be a provincial area, I think, uh, for, for, the, for this kind of thing. Um, now, you met with the Ministry of Mental Health and Addictions, I believe. What, what came out of that meeting? Yeah, and I don't know if Gary was thinking that it needs to come at a provincial level. I don't recall that comment. Um, and certainly the, we're thankful to CRD grants and aid and uh, for funding uh, or contributing to the mental wellness initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there, I know Adam Olson has certainly spoken to funding from a provincial level for supporting programs like this, and he's been a great support around the mental wellness initiative and sees the, the novelty of it. And I've forgotten your question, having just all oh, said that. Oh, you met with the minister. Oh, yeah, the minister. <laughs> uh, so we met with the Honorable Minister of Mental Health and Addictions, Jennifer Whiteside. Um, it, it was curious because we did pre- prepare or send things to her 
uh, ministry, and she thought we were just going to be advocating for the Reach Out Salt Spring uh, program. But actually, what we were advocating for was support for community coming to uh, solutions for for what it is needing. Uh, I can't imagine. You know, here's a here's a piece. We we tend, I think, in our society to look for governments or somebody to fix our problems. And what we are proposing actually is that we as a community come together and work out what we are needing and wanting. And yes, we want support from the ministry for that. And so it seemed that uh, we were getting some raised eyebrows in good ways. Like, ah, this is, uh, this is a a different approach than what we were expecting. So whether that translates in money, we'll see. I'm I'm pragmatic enough to not expect that to occur, but I'm also got, not going to say it won't occur. So it did seem like we uh, had an in there. We have been invited to submit a design proposal, um, and we will do that, and we will see, see what comes of that. And Adam Olson was great. He was also participating in that meeting, and he can translate things in really good ways and is certainly a wonderful advocate, and I'm very grateful for who he is. Is there anything coming up in the future, in the immediate future, that people should know about in terms of uh, activities or anything? Um, obviously, you want more ambassadors. That's, yep. uh, that's key, I think. Um, if people maybe just spell out a little bit of what, what an ambassador does, some people might be a bit put off at the thought of walking the streets and yeah. bump, bumping into people. Sure, um, yeah. And but, it's, yeah. But what, what actually happens? Um, and can you choose, if you're not comfortable, say, meeting with um, unhoused people, can you, you can do other other things, obviously. Absolutely, right? yeah. So really, uh, if somebody chooses to become an ambassador, we orient them for sure. And then they'll also get paired up with an experienced ambassador who they will do the walkabouts with, and they will decide the two of them where they want to go and who they're connecting with we want to broaden it it's for everyone in some cases ambassadors sit and have a coffee and because of the green vest it draws attracts a certain thing uh, there's enough notoriety now that some people are recognizing the green vests so really uh, will they're free to adapt where they want to go and who they want to connect to and if there's discomfort then that's to be factored in um, yeah and uh, really the the pairing decides when they go out usually they're for two hours one and a half two hours uh, you determine the day um, and you'll be orient it'll be an ongoing orientation right so it's not too not too onerous a commitment then, no, really, is it? No, even if you're shy, you can no. go out and hopefully your partner is uh, is not as shy. Um, I I'm pretty gregarious at times. I like my alone time also, but I you know I'll connect to anybody. Um, my partner was more on the shy side, and she loved it. So that's again, we're we're about building connections. So there's a connection in terms of the partnership, and then you get to create it as you as you right. want. So how many do we have at the moment? Uh, there are probably seven or eight. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm not tracking this. Um, uh, it's not a huge number then. It's not a huge number. So we're we looking need... for six more, but it, uh, the more the merrier. Right. Uh, yeah. 
And is there some way that people can go to uh, volunteer for that program that isn't maybe your email? That, that yeah, it would be Gloria's email, and I don't know that offhand, but okay. uh, so I think I think it's in the Ask Salt Spring okay. piece. All yeah. Right. Okay, great. Well, thanks, uh, David, for coming in. And this has been Ask Salt Spring Answered on Cheer.fm, the voice of the Gulf Islands.